This is Faisal Khan for Lights Out, proudly sponsored by Spartans Law. And this is podcast 61 of the Lights Out Boxing Podcast. With me, as always, delighted to be joined by the MVP, the face of the channel, all that palaver, Mohsin Gulshi, aka Ron. How are you, mate? Pleasure. It's been a long, it's been a while. It has been a while. Let's just sort that uh, microphone out first. But it's been a while. I mean, mm. one Carabao Cup win and then an arse whooping 7 0 at Anfield. I mean, you're kind of up there one minute, then down there. But you, I don't know, like, where, where have you been lately? What's... I've been around. Uh, you know, I came out when, uh, you know, the weekend, the result on the weekend with <laughs> the humbling that Liverpool and, uh, had. Listen, you also got a humbling day as well at the start <laughs> of the season. But anyway, listen, enough, we'll enough about football. How you been? Been good, mate. Good, mate. Yeah. yeah well, I think mean, I'm really excited to talk about the boxing. I mean, there's lots been happening, hasn't well, it? It's a shitload that's been happening, but obviously we'll yeah. get into that. Um, before we obviously do get into the podcast, just want to remind the viewers out there, if they haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, comment and share. And also make sure you check us out on all the social media platforms. This podcast is available on all the audio platforms as well. Links are below in the description. Um, as Ron said, a lot to talk about. But with every podcast, we'll start off with our quick-fire question. And this is something we'd love the viewers to get involved in as well. So make sure you leave your comments below. And today's quick-fire question is, what is your favourite memory of Lennox Lewis, Lewis in boxing and why? Uh, Ron, floor's all yours, mate. I'll let you go first. For me, it was... I mean, the Lennox Lewis, you know, arguably one of the greatest, the greatest heavyweights out there uh, for what he achieved in the box, you know, you know, becoming the undisputed heavyweight champion you know that's the last linear you know i mean won all the titles mm -hmm. last man to ever do so uh, but for me it was redemption when he beat uh evander holyfield after that first fight which was a controversial draw this you know which i think you know, which a lot of people agree that he did mm -hmm. win that but the second fight where he won that so that i think that you know he got what he deserved yeah as you mentioned um the last undisputed heavyweight champion it's a shame we're not going to get one anytime soon, but obviously that's something we'll discuss a little bit later on. And my favourite Lennox Lewis memory has to be um, the revenge win over Haseem Rahman Jr. Um, obviously, he saw the little scuffle on, what was it, HBO? Mm. And they both power slammed each other through a table. I think they'd been watching too much WWE at the time. Um, but yeah, I've got to say the, 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 the rematch win over Haseem Rahman Jr. Because he had a lot of people at the time saying that he needs to call it a day. He needs to sort of move away from the sport. And he proved his, uh, his doubt was wrong mm. and uh, become a world champion again. You know, um, great fighter. Absolutely. You've got to consider him as one of Britain's all-time best. I mean, if you think about that first defeat he had, it was Oliver McCall, wasn't it? Where yeah. he was knocked out and then he just kind of completely ripped up the kind of, you know, his fighting style and he went to, um, you know, Manuel Stewart. Stewart yeah, yeah, and kind of change his boxing style and to, to do what he did in the sport and, you know, leave the sport you yeah. know, with his brains, you know, with his uh, kind of everything intact, you know, and it, I actually enjoyed it. And he had, I mean, for me, he's got one of the best jabs for a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. um, Phenomenal heavyweight, great fighter. Yeah. I don't think he gets the recognition that he deserves though, which is a shame because, you know, a lot of people talk about the heavyweights they talk about, 
Muhammad Ali, they talk about Mike, you know, Tyson's. Mike Tyson, Joe Frazier. But this guy was our last undisputed world champion. And, you know, he fought the best and he beat the best. He didn't fight Riddick Bowe. It didn't, but you don't always get what you want in this sport. Uh, but, yeah, uh, guys, let us know your thoughts mm. in the comment section of what your favourite Lennox Lewis moment in boxing is. Um, as I've said, there's quite a bit to talk about yeah. today. Uh, we're going to have to start on a very negative note because uh, the news broke out during last week about Amir Khan failing a drugs test. Um, supposedly it was after the defeat to Kell Brook. I mean, drugs is an occurring issue in boxing as of late. Um, obviously, there's still a massive sort of question mark hanging over uh, Conor Ben. But this, for me, is an all-new low. Um, I think the biggest disappointment in all of this is, is that it's taken over a year for it to come out. I mean, why has it taken a year for it to come out. I, I, I've got to say right now that this sport is massively in the mud. I know it's a f phrase I've used before, but this time, I, I, yeah. it's, it's hard to sort of... How, how does boxing come back from this? Why is it taking a year, Ron? Let's start I, I generally don't know what's taking on. I mean, it's, it suggests that the drug testing program is not fit for purpose. You know, it should be highlighted at that point, the earliest point, when it was... You know, he t failed the test. That's when it should have been, right, this is not happening. This is when the ban should have happened. Not over a year after the fight had taken after place. After he's retired. Yeah, after he's retired. He's like, I'm into my retirement. Um, same with, you know, with Conor Ben. It was like only a few days before the fight yeah. know, was to take place. It was a farce, you know. I mean, we still, we still haven't got any clarity of what's happening. He said he's got a 277-page document. Ame Khan saying he didn't, you know, take it willingly you know, or knowingly that he took a performance-enhancing drug, but it's a drug that's known for, that that bodybuilders use. And, and he goes, oh, well, it was a small amount. And and I wasn't really impressed with his kind of, when he was, I think it was on Sky Sports, he was leaving somewhere and he said, oh, look at my performance and clearly it didn't help me. I was like, no, that's not the point here. Mm. You took an illegal substance. I yeah. think he's the first fighter to take an illegal substance. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was just no justification. Like, you know, oh, I lost anyway, so what does it matter? Well, exactly. Like, oh, you, Do you know what I mean? What if it was the other way around yeah. and Kel Brook was in hospital and, you know, it was a Michael Watson situation or, you know, that I'm just thinking of the... Gerald McClellan. You know, you know, this is it, uh, you know what, I mean, I, 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 look, I mean, I, I, for me, the biggest disappointment is, is why is it taking a year for it to come out? I mean, because you've got to remember, like, okay... After the first fight, Amir Khan saw, I think he reactivated his rematch clause to mm. fight Kelbrook. Let's just say whatever he put in his system was a few days before the fight. And it, it was one of those that takes its time to sort of... Sure. Let's just say the rematch had happened, something seriously bad went wrong and Kelbrook suffered an injury. Mm. Or, I don't know, maybe he spoke about wanting to do exhibition fights in Dubai, wanting an exhibition, exhibition fight with Floyd Mayweather... I mean, you're right. It's not the point. Oh well, I lost anyway. So no. I no, mean, like, this, I mean, this, this is a, this is not a sport for the weak and heart. No. And this is an issue that's currently going on and on and on, and we just don't seem to have sort of any resolution as to how to stop this in boxing. But the two-year ban. Why are you banning a fighter that's retired? Mm. Me personally, I would have fined him and I would have made it a hefty fine. I'm talking millions. Yeah. And I would have made him do some sort of rehabilitation program and some sort of... What is he rehabilitating for? He's moving some, on. He's no, like, he's some left sort of service line. towards amateur boxing. Yeah. You know, I personally, mm -hmm. what I would have done is, right, 
is I would have sent him to these young amateur boxing groups and I would have, you know, like I, you know, when you break the law, you get community service, you've sure. got to go and paint mm. outside in yeah, the public. Something to... like that, but go and spend time with the, the amateurs. Sure. I agree. And, uh... keep, and tell them how to keep away from drugs in sports. But it's a, sla- it's a slap in the face to the fans and to the rest yeah. of the sport to ban a fighter that's already retired. But it's a recurring theme with British fox- boxers at the moment. You know, we've had, no, I mean, not so long ago, I mean, Tyson Fury, there was kind of discrepancies there with certain drugs in his system. We had... Uh, Dillian White as well, you know. Jarrell Miller. Jarrell Miller. I mean, I'm, yeah. So it's like, where do we, where do we draw the line? You know, when do we actually see a ban and it's for life? I mean, that's that's going to be a proper deterrent. Like, look, you do this once, um, then that's it. We can't take any risk of you entering that ring, and we can be certain that you're clean. But it's, it's got to come to a lifetime ban because, you know, Canelo did it, got six month ban, but he fights every six months. Sure. You know. Where's the logic in that? I think they, 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 there's got to come a point where these boxing commissions and, you know, your Nevada State commissions and, you know, UCADs, they really have to make an example of somebody. And I'm hoping I'm right in saying that the next time an issue like this does happen, I think someone's going to make an, made yeah, to be example. made an example of because that is what needs to happen to get rid to of be, drug cheats in boxing. It's as yeah, simple as that. Tony Bennett some, says it all the time. There seems to be a technicalities that they get away with, you know, with... With obviously Conor Ben with consuming eggs and I don't know how, eggs, you know how you know that has been, and yeah. he doesn't he doesn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Amir Khan saying, "Oh well, it was a small amount, and you know I could have got it from shaking people's hands." Like this is, we need to draw a line. We need yeah. to say, "Look, uh, either you're a drug cheat or you're not." There's no in between. But if you fail the test run, it's very rare that uh, a B sample comes out negative. Negative. Yeah. It's yeah, very rare. Right. It's right. very rare. Um, but. I, I'm, I'm ashamed. I think the, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. the commission needs to be looked at how they do it and how I mean that protocol needs to be addressed. You know what, right? Like, it's taken too far too long. I it's, mean, like a, over a year after the fight had taken place, now we're finding out. Do you know, I'm, I'm I'm ashamed because you know you you spend so much time looking into the sport. <coughs> pardon me, and you're a fan of the sport. Sure. And then you constantly give it so much praise of what it's done over the years, the great nights it's given us, but then you look at situations like this and to get a two-year ban, but he's already retired. It just makes you think sometimes, what does the future hold for boxing? I mean, he could have went into that boxing <laughs> ring jacked up and he's like, well, this is my last hurrah. I want to beat <laughs> Cal Brook. I mean, what, let me ask you a bit on the back of that. What, what did you make of Cal Brook's kind of response? I think Cal Brook's response is spot on, mate. Yeah. Absolutely but spot on. don't you think there's a sense, a bit of hypocrisy there, that he's looking to go into a fight with a Conor <coughs> Ben, who's also come back of a, who's a drop boxing, controversy there. In two different ways. I think that there's still a question mark hanging over the Conor Ben case. Conor Ben claims he's got proof. At some point, he's going to have to release this proof. He has to release this proof because boxing will not forgive him if he carries on without releasing this 227-page 277-page dossier. <laughs> so you kind of like you kind of give him a slight benefit of the doubt. Well, if you've got proof mm. before you fight again, you make sure you re- re- reveal that proof. But at the same time, Kelbrook. You know, he's had some issues outside of the ring. He's openly admitted that since being away from boxing, he's not been the same again. So he's looking as this as a way out to sort of move away from his mm. troubles. 
and a fight with Conor Ben is probably what he feels he needs right now. I personally think he shouldn't fight again because he's got nothing left I mean, to prove. Back on that, <coughs> I mean, the British Board Boxing Board of Control is not going to allow any British fighter to fight Conor Ben. Now, well, obviously, you, I think you broke the news to me that Eubank, Eubank Jr. was... Robert on, Smith and yeah. the British Boxing Board of Control would not approve of yeah. the fight. Been. So, I, back to that point that you were just making, that he needs to show them the evidence to mm-hmm. say, hey, look, this is the evidence that I have, mm. but he's still not willing to do well, that Well, this yet. is it now. I mean, you know, if you watched that interview with Simon Jordan and Eddie Hearn, which I thought was brilliant, mm. yeah. you know, Eddie, uh, Simon Jordan's point is, well, why has the, the proof not been shown? You know, um, as Simon Jordan likes to say, it's, it's dollars for donuts. Mm-hmm. Why has the proof not been shown? You know, what, what, if, if you've got proof to clear your name, just show it to the world. Yeah. And then we can all move on from this because sure. it's, 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 it's it, you know, I mean, we, we, we should be talking about the great fights we've got to look forward to in terms of the Garcias and mm. uh, the tanks and uh, sure. the rumours about uh, Spencer Crawford. But yeah, what's the current number one topic in boxing? Drug cheats. At the moment, yeah. That's clouding over every good thing that is happening in boxing right now. You know, the exactly. smaller weights are, are giving us the fights that we want to see. But at the same time, we're constantly dealing with Conor Ben's situation. We're constantly looking at Amir Khan's situation. You know, it's just... It, what, what, how can you shed the sport of boxing some positive light right now? Because this... Mm. You know, you get one positive, you know, it's one step forward, and then you get in the situation... Like, back, yeah. I don't know. But look, at the end of the day, um, my... Again, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Anyone caught using performance-enhancing drugs in any sport should be banned for life. Mm. And that's without a B-sample as well. Because, like I said, it's very rare that a B-sample comes back negative. So, we shall see. Let's move on. Uh, Anthony Joshua returned to the ring uh, last weekend with a win over Jermaine Franklin. Um, First win since December 2020. Bloody hell, it's been that long. Last win was against Kobrat Pulev. But he's only fought twice since after that against Alexander Usyk. Yeah. And we know how those fights went. Ron, what did you make of the AJ Franklin fight? Um, there's positives to take out of that fight. You know, obviously it's a new trainer, so with Derek James, and um, that take that that relationship takes time to gel. Mm-hmm. I thought technically he boxed really well. You know, obviously he's up against Franklin. Did with he good... really? What's that? Sorry. Technically boxed really well. I think so. I mean, he was. I mean, let me let me finish the positives okay, off. Go, 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 go. You know, he looked a lot more solid in his kind of his technique, um, using that jab really well, using that distance really well. He was up against Franklin with quicker hands, and he you know he was Franklin was kind of mentioning you know leading up to the fight that he had watched you know Joshua's first fight with uh, Ruiz Junior mm-hmm. to kind of use that as a bit somewhat of a blueprint. But obviously the weakness is, I mean, this is, I mean, you probably might agree with me here that he was gun shy. You know, he didn't let those hands flow. You know, we like go actually like those combinations. It was just like too many singles, one twos, and not mm. enough of that old Joshua pre Ruiz Junior. You know, that first fight. I mean, that's what a lot of people are making that assessment um, that he was. Rel- he, he was. He didn't want to. He was more focused on not losing rather than focusing on the winning the fight, like, you know, mm-hmm. take getting him out there. What are your thoughts? Well, I believe, obviously, the week of the fight, there was a lot of hype surrounding the fight. I believe that they hyped Anthony Joshua to be this sort of monster that was going to return back to the mm. ring and knock out Jermaine Franklin. A lot of people said that it's going to be a destructive AJ. It's going to be the AJ that beat <coughs> Dillian White. It's going to be the AJ that beat Vladimir Klitschko. 
it was probably a worse version of AJ that beat Andy Ruiz. I mean, well, I look back, yes, I look back at the second fight. I wasn't impressed with it. It was just, it just that style does not suit him. He cut his, you know, got all the respect in the world for Andy Joshua for what he's achieved, mm. but he's not a boxer. He's a powerhouse. Why are you constantly changing? It's his third fight with a third different trainer. He's 34 years old, 33, 34 years old. Mm. What are you trying to prove, trying to get him to be something that he's not? This guy is based on one thing, in my opinion, that's power. That power he possesses can knock out any heavyweight in the world. Um, I just thought he seemed a bit too reluctant to let his shots go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I don't think he's recovered from the Ruiz defeat. I, I don't. I've said this for a very long time, but he's not been the same fighter since that first uh, defeat to Andy Ruiz. Make of him what you want in the second fight with Ruiz and the win over Kubrat Pulev. They weren't great performances. You know, it took nine nine rounds to get rid of a Kubrat Pulev, a 39-year-old Kubrat Pulev. You know, Andy Ruiz coming to that second fight heavier than ever. You know, he looked like a guy that was just there for the money. I wasn't impressed. But however, it's a win. So he's, he's, he's built some sort of momentum. But having said that, the fact that these guys are now wanting to put him in with a Tyson Fury or a Deontay Wilder or a Joe Joyce is absolutely ridiculous. You know, he right now should be targeting a uh, top what, 15 or a top 10. Not even a Dillian White. Dillian White's a dangerous fight for him right now. That's mm-hmm. like, uh, Dillian White, in my opinion, is a fight that's got nothing to lose. Anthony Joshua is one fight away from having to call it a day. Dillian White could lose another five fights to carry on fight. He's here now to make money. <clears throat> Maybe try and get on another path to a world title fight. But having said that, Anthony Joshua, in my opinion right now leads to sort of go back to what he was when he first came onto the scene. The guy that beat Dillian White, the guy that beat Dominic Brazil and the guy that beat uh, Vladimir Klitschko. That's the AJ we need to see now mm. because this is the last stage of his career. He's not getting any younger. Mm. He's not got enough time to learn new tricks. Why are you trying to change this guy? Mm. You know, it's very rare that you see a heavyweight adapter. One current heavyweight that showed me that he's capable of adapting is Tyson Fury that's because he's the best heavyweight in the world mm. you know we've seen Tyson Fury going from a technical boxer to yes, an absolute power exactly house. I was just going to say he did the opposite Alexander yeah, Usyk, and he's done it really well and Alexander he... Usyk beat Andy Joshua with skill because technically he's a good boxer Joe Joyce is beating fighters because he's got a great engine on him and because no matter how many times you hit him the guy's got that's a solid chin thing, yeah. you know Deontay Wilder I thought in his third fight looked a bit technically wasn't as great but he showed He's a powerhouse. Yeah, he's a, that's what he relies on. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna use their kryptonite. They're gonna use their skills and their tactics to the best ways possible. Sure. I don't get why these trainers are trying to change Anthony Joshua. It's very simple. He's a power puncher. Make him be a power puncher. He's not technically. I mean, I thought the footwork and the movement. It was so static. It was yeah. nowhere near good enough. His mm. his movement was poor. Yeah, I mean, I just thought he. Well, look, if you think about Anthony Joshua, he's actively gone out to look for a trainer that can work on that side of things. Totally contradicting what you're saying. You're saying, look, stick to your stick to your strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a big beast. You know, you are dropping guys. I mean, in his early on in his career, he was dropping people in the first three rounds. Yeah. I mean, he hadn't gone past the first three rounds. You know, that's a Joshua that got us on the edge of our seats. And, yeah. Uh, excited to watch him and his comment. That, that Joshua made you believe that he could yeah. easily become the number one heavyweight. So world. he's changed his train. This is the third train. Robert McCracken, or, or you know, Robert Garcia. Yeah, Robert Garcia, because he he thought something wasn't right there. That's why I lost against Usyk. Second fight obviously didn't work there. Now he's gone to Derek James. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he's got oh. that win under his belt. I struggle to see what they're trying to do with him now. I'd like to see him with uh, you know. We, 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 you know, we'd pay for a pay per view for uh, him against uh, Wilder. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd pay for what you know, against right uh, Joy Joyce. 
I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I think right now the hunger. I mean, this is what a lot of kind of pundits have said. You know, the hunger's not there. You know that the, the, the motivation is money. He said it in press conferences and build up to the fight. The motivation is money. Is the hunger there? It, you know what? To, to some point, well, maybe, he's been there. He's been at the top of the mountain. Well, he's had all the belts. Well, it, 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 can, it can just combine to an undisputed. He's never going to become an undisputed champion. His best bet is right now is to have a couple of more fights and maybe at the end of his career push for a third world title. Hmm. That's his best bet. Right now, he does not beat Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury no, annihilates no, 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 him. No, 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 no. A third fight of Alexander Usyk is pointless. Joe Joyce, in my opinion, has got everything that Andy Joshua wants to have right now. It's a fight that Joe Joyce wins. Joe, Joe Joyce is still has to be tested at elite, a, elite level. Though. You well, know, the top five yeah, level. You, you know what right, I mean? Okay, so I don't know. I get, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I don't think... I'm not saying that he's not a great fighter. I mean, but he's still... The highest level he's fought at, what is it, Joy, uh, Joe, Joseph Parker? Joseph Parker, yeah. So, well, Daniel Dubois, Carlos you know, Takam, he's a great win. But are they top three, top five well, look, contenders? Said that Dubois was going to knock him out inside the six rounds. You know, and, you know, well, he turned the table there. But I'd like to, I mean, be a good test against Zhang, I think, that one. Well, that's, there. A fight, that's a fight yeah. I'm looking forward to, but yeah. I do expect uh, Joe Joyce to come through comfortably. Uh, let's talk about Jermaine Franklin, second fight in Britain. I've got, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm impressed with Jermaine Franklin. I like Jermaine Franklin. Well, look, he's I don't think 24 he's, round against two of Britain's top heavyweights. Mm-hmm. My, okay, not including yeah. Joyce and uh, Fury, obviously, but and he held his own. You know, yeah. he, you know, he didn't get dropped once. Mm-hmm. He gave him a good account of himself, and he's in for more paydays. I know? just hope yeah. he doesn't become a gatekeeper because I think there's something about this Jermaine Franklin. I really like Jermaine Franklin. Yeah. I like Jermaine Franklin. I think he's like him. He's like him. He could take a punch. Yeah, he could take a punch. Yeah, and and for, he's, he's, he's a big guy, but he moves well. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, fights with, you know, the likes of Daniel Dubois, uh, Joseph Parker, Derek Chisora. He's a good British fighters coming You know what I mean? He's a very good fight for him. And I've said it for a long time that America needs another heavyweight coming from. Obviously, you've got uh, Jared Anderson. I'm, I'm liking Jared Anderson yeah, from but, what I've seen him. He's still in his early days, though. I, I just think with these two fights, it's sort of like now people know who Jermaine Franklin is. They know what to expect of him. All right. Talking about if you're J- Jermaine uh, Franklin's promoter, you know, um, who's Dimitri that? Salita. Dimitri Salita. Do you put him with it to Jared Anderson? Yeah, why yeah, not? Get back to the U- US I mean, and you sell out. Why not? Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, no, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, MSGs <laughs> or uh, or any stadiums. But do you, I, I don't know about selling out, but I think... I, That's I, a problem. I like, That's I, a problem. I, I really like uh, Jermaine Franklin versus Daniel Dubois. I like that fight. Yeah. That's a fight I'd like to see. Well, Dubois has been lined up for uh, against Usyk at the moment. Which is so, what I we mean, will. He's got bigger fish to fry. Which is moment. which is what we are going to discuss. <laughs> um, moving away from obviously the whole AJ fight, but well, before we do move away, next fight, Randy Joshua. I'd like to see either Dillian White because I think that's going to be a great fight. Either Deontay Wilder. I'm 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 going disagreeing with you. I think he's he's a cash cow. He, you know, he needs to cash out. You know, if he loses the next fight against a nobody, then what? What then? There is no those fights kind of disappear. <laughs> those, they don't have that same appeal, and how much they would be worth. Considering you know, if he he needs to go in now, strike on when the iron's hot. You now he's come back. He wants to fight again in summer, apparently, and then fight again in December. This is what we want. We want the we want him to be active. Active three fights a year. He was fighting once a year. That's not good enough, and he he admitted that himself. So those those would be the two I would like. Um, Joy Joyce, get in there. You know what I mean? Like, come on, Ant- you know, AJ, come on, show us that you're not what you know the pundits have been saying. You know, the fire's gone. You know what you've said. You know, prove that, you know the doubt is wrong. You know, prove the hate is wrong. You know, he was quite vocal about it in his press uh, post fight interview. 
we heard about it because they can go and F themselves. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, look, listen, I mean, you know, good fights. I um, personally don't think he should fight any of the top heavyweights mm. anytime soon. Um, that's including Dilly White because I just I just think there's something not right with Anthony Joshua. I would look at an Ortiz or a Hergovich. I think they're the fights that he needs to be targeting because he's got to do something convincing in his next fight with whoever it is because it's just something not clicking at, at, at the moment. I don't know, man. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm being so negative on the guy because I am a fan of him. I'm a, I'm a fan of what he's accomplished, but I just think he needs to stop being the opposite to what we know what he is, which mm. is a powerhouse. But only time will tell. Let's move on and we'll talk a bit about um, another rumour. And it's a rumour that's... I know we've heard it a number of times, but I've just got a feeling this time it's heading in the right direction. Um, a fight between... Terence Crawford and Errol Spence for the undisputed 147 welterweight championship for the world could be announced on the same night as Gavonta Davis and uh, Ryan Garcia. <clears throat> um, what we're seeing is very positive. Mm. Do you believe it's going to happen? Do you believe we'll get an announcement, maybe, if not on the night of the Tank, Day, Tank Davis and Garcia fight? I hope so. I hope so. Because the welterweight is, is not a topic of discussion as much anymore. There's something I've got to ask you. Mm. How much money do you fix in that fight? Be, be, be completely honest. Do you think there's a lot of money in that fight? It's got to be, isn't it? I think that's what's kind of... Now, that's what brought them to the table. Do you reckon? No? no. You know what I mean? Because they've been reluctant before. Something might have been stopping them prior. Mm -hmm. But, come on. I think the Americans are just lagging behind at the moment with the, with the boxing scene. Um, if, it was, if they were two British fighters, a lot more money would be involved and we'd be setting out a stadium for this fight. Yeah, I think if it was two British fighters, mm. we'd be A, selling a stadium out, and B, um, you know, there'd be a lot more pressure for them to happen, for the fight to happen. So I'd like to think that there's more money on the table than what was previously, you know, kind of thrown, thrown around. So hence why they didn't get into a ring. Are the numbers right this time, do you reckon? Well, I mean, if, if supposedly it's going in the right way and, you know, we're on the verge of getting an announcement, so... You know, it'd be interesting to see who's putting the money up. Um, I personally thought the best solution for this be would that uh, it go to purse bids mm. and someone like a Eddie Hearn or a Sky Sports and boxer bid for it and they get it and they front up the money bitch because I do believe they can afford a fight like this. I remember when um, uh, Diddy White fought Jermaine Franklin the week of that fight, um, there was a lot of talks about the Spence Crawford fight being made and I asked Eddie Hearn and then the interview him and I said to him about you know at what point do you look at this situation and think well do you know what if there's a possibility I'll bid for it put it on the zone and he said it's something that I'd love to do but he also mentioned about whether there was any money for it whether the people that who are trying to make the fight mm. have the money for it so but uh, it's going in the right direction you know we're hearing a lot of positives rather than mm. negatives um, it, it seems as if the fighters want the fight which you know I, I don't believe not one of the fighters has not wanted it you know they're both champions you know they're elite fighters you know Crawford is what a four weight world champion Spence in my opinion is one of my favourite fighters I believe he's one of the best fighters in the world there's no way that any one of these both fighters pound are, for pound fighters yeah. they're pound for pound yes. fighters and Listen, there's no shame. I no shame for the loser here. I reckon, you know, if if it's a great fight, which I expect it to be, we could potentially be looking at a second and possibly even third fight. You know, I mean, if mm. if the numbers are good. Yeah, I mean, we've grown. I mean, the generation we grew up when we, you know, it was the welterweights. Yes. That was the yes. that was the exactly. division. You know, that was where all the fighters were, like the Pacquiao's and Mayweather's, and the, you know, that's what we stayed up late for. Mm -hmm. That's died down, you know. Other, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about the other fights that are being made yeah. with two pound for pound fighters 
going up against each other. So it's about time the welterweights did that. Yeah. And how many years were we calling that for Mayweather and Pacquiao? Oh, we've got it, Far but it was way late. too late. But Far this is late, now yeah. the perfect time. And, mm. you know, you look at the 147 pound division. I mean, I'm not going to even go for the British domestic fighters because apart from uh, Boots Ellis and uh, Virgil Ortiz, listen, mate. This is the fight that's happening. I mean, Conor Ben, he, he was. I mean, he no, was. Well, 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 well I mean, I'm sorry, but no, there's no. no I, Conor Ben is a fighter, I'm a fan of him. Yes, I am, but he's not beating anyone worthy of a shot at the likes of the Spencers and the yeah, Crawfords. No. You know, regard, regardless of how much of a big draw in the UK mm. is. Nobody wants to see these guys fight anybody else, you know. Sure. People saw Crawford fight Avenician, fan of Avenician, but, you know, levels were shown in that night. Spencer's fought on the likes of the Mikey Garcia's and the, the Daddy Garcia's and you know they, they both had two great fights with Sean Porter's but these are the elite fighters this, this is the fight now there's no other fights out there for them this, this is the fight everybody wants to see and you know fingers crossed that it, it is a fight that does get made and it's a fight that's going to happen um, and you know let's wait and see uh, well let's move on and let's talk about some announcements um, Lawrence Cody versus Chris Millen Smith announced for May Shocked at one? No, what I'm shocked about is, is that it falls on the same night as uh, Luis Alberto Lopez and Michael Conlon, which will be a top-ranked yeah. show. I believe it'll be on BT Sports as well. And it's also the same night as uh, Maurizio Lara versus Lee Wood, which was announced the other night. Fucking night of boxing, eh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know which one I'm going to go cover. No. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. amount of content I'm going to miss out on. But um, before the obviously whole clash of three world title fights... Um, Great fight, in my opinion, Akoli Are you not Smith. surprised that Akoli's just defended no. his title and he, you know jumped what? In, he jumped back in the fire? You know what? He needed to do this. This is exactly what he needed to get what, the... two months out? I mean, what To is get it? the British public off his back because he was hounded after the David Light fight. It wasn't a great performance, It was wasn't it? a great it performance. Wasn't a great it wasn't a great fight. A lot of people were ripping into him on social media... But I'm glad that he's keeping active and I'm glad that we're getting the fight with Chris Billum Smith. It's a good fight. Can I just double check? Billy, Chris Billum Smith is trained by Shane McGuigan. Is that right? They were both trained by Shane so, McGuigan, but now the Cody yeah, moved over to Now that's uh, going to be an extra. Hill, yeah. I was expecting more with you know him being under there you know, with Sugar Hill. I thought I was expecting more, but I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a ball. Then you he's, kind back, of, he's reverting back to what he was doing. Then you kind of got to look at the Joshua performance with Derek James as their first fight, you know. No, so. but this is it. But this is something. You no, know, this is what's been kind of what's been a criticism, massive criticism of Lawrence Acoli that you're you're grabbing hold of too much. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, but we've we've discussed it on this channel before, where he's not enjoyable to watch. He's he's effective. Yes, he's a world champion, but. And he uses that, you know, rangy arms, you know, to good effect. You know, like he ties up his opponent after throwing a few combinations. So I'm hoping that this is going to be because they've you know sparred with each other. How many hours? They know each other inside out. They know they're good friends as well outside of the ring. But he goes, look, that goes. You know, you put that to the side, and and what a great fight for Bert. You know, for Bournemouth. You know, the stadium. stadium. I I don't. I don't know if they've ever held a a boxing kind of event like that like that before. So. Yeah. Beat us a few weeks ago at Bournemouth yeah. Stadium in the past, but yeah, no. <laughs> at the end of the day, look, it's a good fight. Um, what's your te- what's your what's your prediction there? I think Akoli wins points. I don't know. It's a tough one because you know, Billy Smith's the fighter that's got nothing to lose, mm. um, and I'm glad we're getting these uh, fights as well because you know I feel for Akoli because none of the world champions have wanted to fight him. 
you know, the, the Gilamaris, obviously Badu Jacks just won the WBC world title from Ilunga Makabu. If Makabu held it, he was more interested in fighting Canelo, and I'm glad he didn't fight Canelo after the back of that fight with Badu Jack. But I do feel for a Cody because he's, he's chased these fights, but then it, you know, it makes me think, well, why did he just not vacate and move up to heavyweight? But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's happening. Another interesting factor is uh, Richard Riakpour. He's left boxer, apparently. He's left and his boxer. contract's up with them and he's left and he's looking wow. at another sort of what? dimension. That's not a very long contract, was it? What was it? No, year, it's or? a shame because he was so active with Boxer, you know. Um, mm. He was headlining at the uh, the OVO arena in Wembley. Uh, I believe Boxer were doing a good job with him. He'd beaten uh, Dion Juma, which was a good 50-50 uh, British mm. domestic fight. And I would have liked to have believed that the winner of this Billam Smith fight versus uh, Coley would have fought him. But I saw on the undercard another cruiserweight. Um, you've got Michael uh, Lowell and Isaac and Chamberlain. Isaac Chamberlain, interesting yeah. face-off as well the other day as well. Yeah, good fight. Yeah, yeah. Good so, fight. I mean, Isaac, Isaac Chamberlain's got to win that fight. You know what? He's stepped up twice, mm -hmm. and he's you know it's not come off for him. So I mean, that first one against Lawrence Coley that was early on in his career. We were well, my first. Yeah, yeah. It was your fault. I would have go to it. Yeah. <laughs> But again, you know, Lawrence Akoli did not what Lawrence Akoli does really best, you know, just doesn't let you fight your fight. But that's where he gets his heavy criticism, I think, for, for Lawrence. I think he, if he wants to get that recognition... He, is, 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 the, is the term stunk the place out the right phrase to use with Lawrence Akoli's performances in these big fights? It's entertainment, isn't it? Boxing. You know, it's, 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 about, it's a results business at the same it time. It is, though. but you've got to entertain. And pe otherwise, people won't come and watch mm -hmm. you know apparently when Lawrence Akoli was fighting people were leaving like, you know, yeah um, that's not a good look whichever promotional company mm -hmm. you're with be it Matchroom be it Boxer yeah. be it um, you know mm -hmm. uh, Queensbury you know you want good fights you want you know you want the knockout reels you want the you know that was end to end you want entertainment, you know, like Gladio. Are you entertained? You know, if you want. <laughs> are you entertained? <laughs> so, but you don't get that with uh, people. The funny memes I was coming across, you know, forget about sleeping tablets. You know, I'm going to watch a Lawrence Cody fight. <laughs> <laughs> you spend too much time on your phone, Ron. But now, listen, nonetheless, um, again, it's, you know, fair play to uh, Sky Sports Boxer. It'll be their first sort of stadium fight since starting this new adventure. And I've got to say, they're doing things the right way. Um, Good I'm, to see, you know, like these fights taking place in places like Bournemouth. You know, yeah. you know, Wembley. See, I was at Bournemouth last year when um, uh, Billum Smith fought uh, Isaac Chamberlain, and um, the whole press conference and workout was on the beach. Nice. It was brilliant, man. It's yeah. something different. Uh, but took the the wife and the boy. Yeah, yeah. They, they spent some time on the beach with, and uh, and Johnny Nelson yeah. as well. Shout out to my boy Johnny Nelson. Um, it's different, mm. and I think you know you've got to sort of look at places like Bournemouth, and you know, because the the nitty gritty is always the London, uh, the O two, the AO Arena, Manchester, Manchester. You know, you've got Liverpool as well. You've got to sort of start expanding out now in the rest of the UK. You know, we've had a few shows in Cardiff. You know, I'd like to see Glasgow used a bit more. You know, mm. I mean, we're going to get Belfast between uh, Taylor and Cameron, and of course, um, Michael Collins, Luis Alberto Lopez as well. So. Just think we've got to start expanding out now. Let's let, let's try Bournemouth, you know. Let's try other mm. places in London. Um, you know, your call has always been there and it yeah. always will be there. So, you know, fair play. They tried something different, good. which is good. I mean, that he's, he's different of, is good. Yeah. I'm going to ask you um, your thoughts on Ben Shallop. Yeah, he doesn't back down, does he? You know, he, no, he he, he's, you know, he'll say what his opinion is, and fair enough. He's doing a great job with boxer. Is is rivaling. Two established promoters in British boxing. Well, he's taken Lawrence Okoli and Josh Boazzi from. 
Yeah. Matt, so, Matt Truman dissolved. Yeah, and you know he's been very vocal about you know what, the Conor Ben situation and the Amir Khan situation. But and, as a promoter, yeah. what have you made of him so far? I like him. I like him. I think you know it makes the other two promoters think eh, shit. We have to step up our game. Mm-hmm. It's not between the two of us anymore. There's a new kid in town, and he's younger, and he's getting. You know, I like his stable of fighters that he's got. These up and coming, like the Azim, uh, uh, Hassan, or was it Hassan? Adam, Adam, and Adam and Hassan, yeah, yeah, both those brothers. Ben Whitaker's a great fighter. Yeah. He's got a good female boxers under his car. You know, a lot of these Olympians. Yeah, Fraser yeah. Clark. So Fraser Clark, and I think he's doing the right way about it. You know, it's he, sort of building for the future, isn't he? He is. He is, and there must be a reason why a lot of these are jumping ship and coming to him. Yeah. So. You know, you you weren't the biggest fan of his. At the beginning, no, I just felt there was something missing. Um, I mean, as a promoter, uh, you know, I thought he was, he was doing the right things, but the personality-wise, there was something missing. But I think, look, I think, I mean, it's a fault of my own. I think it takes time to sort of build into that. I mean, I remember when is I he, first... Is he mid-20s or something? He's, he's ridiculously young. He's something, but yeah. I remember when I first started interviewing and I was all over the place. So I just, I, I, I have I, you had a pleasure of interviewing I have, I've interviewed him, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think as time's gone on... I would always look back to what he gave us, Khan versus Brook. Yeah. And the new kid on the block gave us that. Not a Frank Warren, not Eddie Hearn, no. not any of these American promoters. This guy come along yeah. within the first year of his breakout year and he gave us that fight. And not to mm. mention that month for you about Junior Williams and obviously yeah, Taylor versus Carrot. He delivered all that within a month. Sure. Uh, at the beginning, I was like, okay, there's something missing from the personality. But as time's gone on, I've grown on him. I've grown on him and he's doing the right things. Is definitely building for the future, and I've got to say the future looks bright for Sky Sports and Boxer, and it's exciting for us as well because we get to see the next crop of fighters coming through. I mean, we're unfortunately we're slowly moving away from the the, the previous era now. We've got to start looking at the future, and the future mm. is the Azim brothers and obviously the, uh, the 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 female British fighters from the Olympics. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're we're moving away now, which you know, boxing is it's a it's a short career, as many fighters say. So it's exciting times. A um, couple of more topics before we bring uh, Pod 61 to an end. Uh, the heavyweight division up in the mud is something we've not really spoken about because uh, we've not done a podcast mm. for a while, but we are going to try and be more on it, Ron, from now on. I hope so. Um, Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk. It's... That's a shame. Yeah. It just saddened me that we didn't get to see a unified heavyweight champion you know, undisputed. Got, un, sorry, my apologies. Undisputed. It's all right. The P forty five and B three eleven box tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I'm gutted. I'm gutted. I was looking. I had it all. You know, saved in my phone. You know, the, the April the twenty ninth. We're going to have this spectacle of these two pound for pounders going for it. You know, you are obviously a massive Tyson Fury fan, but yeah. I, I, I gave you know Uzik a chance. But it would have been. For boxing, you know, we would have seen two purists, two, you know, with their boxing skills. You know, no one's got, you know, footwork like uh, Usyk. No one's got, you know, the skills that Tyson Fury's got at six foot nine or however tall he is. But it's really gutted that we're not getting that. You know, instead of this back, we had this back and forth of, you know, kind of making offers and, you know, him coming back with his counter offer. You know, we thought. I was following Frank Warren and he was coming on Talk Sport often and he was, you know, talking about it's we're very close to making an announcement. I was like, surely there's like we've got four weeks left until fight night. Mm-hmm. You know, when are you gonna send the tickets? I thought maybe it was a way to kind of drum up the attention, you know, to get people to yeah. buy the tickets quickly. 
and sadly it didn't come. You know, it fell through at the uh, the end. You know, where we where we were expecting for it to come through. But do we know what? I mean, Usyk's team, have, you know, and you you know came out and said it's not Tyson Fury's fault. Yeah, we pulled out. You know, Usyk pulled out. Do you know? Do you know why? Do we know why? I mean, well, it's, you've you've openly admitted that it was you that pulled out negotiations. Well, why did you pull out negotiations? You missed that bit out. And quite frankly, what they've both parties have done, in my opinion, is they've disgraced boxing. Yeah. I mean, you listen. I'm a Tyson Fury guy all the way. Always have been. Always will be. But I mean, I think you've got to look at Usyk's manager, for example, right? Tasiuk. I mean, what on earth are you doing except, accepting a thirty percent split? Your your man holds four belts. I didn't get that. All right, number one. Number two, um, you know, there was this whole hoorah about uh, a rematch clause. Yeah, okay, next point. Um, the rematch, they wanted... The, the rematch clause, which just... They wanted 70-30 the which other just give way. Us the, just, 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 just get the first fight signed. I mean, yeah. if it's a great fight, then you do a second fight. I think the, it will be... Dem- you know, the public will demand for it. Both, and it will be, both parties, in my opinion, are, are purely to blame. Yes, Alex Krasik's admitted that... Um, they pulled out negotiations. Fine, fair enough. But Frank Warren's side, well, you're going to get an announcement soon. The fight is happening. Why are you dick-teasing the fans for? Why? Why Agreed. would you do that for? Agreed. I mean, it's bad enough that we had to watch that. The absolute farce of the third mm-hmm. fight with Derek Chisora, which it was. It was an absolute farce. It was a complete mismatch, you know. Yes, I went to it. I mean, I put my hands up. But, you know, obviously being in the boxing industry, I like to cover as much as I can. Mm. And I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to go cover a world... WBC World Heavyweight Title Fight, but at the same time, I mean, Jesus Christ! Sorry, I, I, I you know, my uh, look, I, I'm not going to go too much into sort of the mm. politics. The bottom line is simple: both fights should vacate every single belt because you've had no interest in making an undisputed champion. What we're going to get next is we're going to get Usyk versus Dubois, and Usyk's going to school him. Yeah, we're going to get Tyson Fury versus Manuel Shaw or Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. For there's no interest in those fights. No. The only interesting point about a Wilder fight is is that Wilder has, has a chance of winning because of the power he's got and because he's shown that he could hurt Fury, which he's done in the past. I think both fighters have disgraced their division. I think it's, it, it's, it's clearly not good enough. It's not acceptable. I think they should vacate all the belts. Simple as, simple as that, they should vacate all... And I feel... It's just so much. F- this I'm, I'm so frustrated yeah. because it's the I, I, one I fight I wanted you, more than any other fight. I was, I had my list of fights. This was the fight I wanted because I wanted an undisputed champion. It would have it would have upset me if Fury would have lost. But there's no shame in losing to a fight mm-hmm. like Usyk. But at least we would have got a king of the heavyweight division. Agreed. Uh, agreed. I mean, I, I nothing there that you said that I disagree with. It was just. So you think they should vacate? <sighs> if they're gonna do this, you know, just hold up the belts. There's a lot which of is good, what they're doing. Yeah, which they are. And Fury, you know, when was the last time he fought? It was December. And, you know, this that whole Jeez, thing at the end with that whole bizarre WWE-like <laughs> face-off with the, between the three of them, I thought, all right, you better fucking fight in front of them at least. A Joyce fight, I would have accepted. I would have been like, yeah. you know what? Joyce, you know, you, you, you've sung his praises and rightly so. I think you'll fight Joe and Joyce next. Tyson Fury. You know, I, I mean, think... Joyce, Joyce has got his fight in Zang, mm-hmm. but when does he fight him? You know, if Joyce... Be a summer let's, just, let's just say that would be the only credible fight that he can have mm-hmm. if he doesn't fight Usyk, obviously. Uh, that'll be in the summer. Will it really? I mean, Tyson Fury's not one that fights that consistent, that regularly. 
He's a twice a year fight as well. I, I would see that as September, October, December time for Saudi money. I think Simon Jordan hit it nail on his head that this is where it came from. You know, Tyson's got a figure in his head. That's what he wanted. He wasn't getting that because, you know, they were waiting to go to Saudi. Saudi were only interested if AJ was involved. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently Usyk had agreed it with the Saudis. He was happy with the money. Well, look, the bottom line is, Ron, mm. it Fury, didn't happen, ver- yeah. Fury versus Joshua uh, financially and uh, globally is a bigger fight than Fury versus Usyk. Of course it is. Of course it is. But that's what the Saudis want. You know, like, look, if we're going to spend that much money, yeah. we've got the best... Well, we're yeah. going to pump our money into it. We yeah. want what and, we're paying for. And that would be, you know, you'll get all sorts of attention for that. I mean, Usyk, you know, he's not as much of a... As for, apart from boxing purists who actually love him and kind of respect him, he's not a global name, Michael not. Joshua. Even though he's schooled Joshua on two occasions. Mm-hmm. And he's got, all the, he's got four of the belts. It's in the mud, mate. The whole sport's in the mud at the moment. Um, doing a couple of interviews this week with like sort of prospects coming through the fight. There was meant to be a show, I believe, in Sheffield. Okay. Or the, sorry, the Northeast. Um, show was meant to be tonight. Got pulled on on Tuesday night. Oh God! I just feel for the fighters. Yes. No, that, that, when you said that, uh, I feel for those guys who have grafted away, mm-hmm. waiting for that for their fight to show their. And what you'll about. see these interviews on our platform, which will be releasing guys, as man. time mean, goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's poor just, athletes. It's, it's, it's just. just, it's just it, look, the, the, the whole sport at the moment. These, 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 these higher. These Who's headlining that one? That particular fight, that you, the one in Northeast, you know. Steve Robinson, the heavyweight, was on it. There's a couple of other local okay. fighters from the okay, Northeast. So but it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, regardless, it, it's still... It, guys are in training camp. Come on. Yeah. Tell, try and put me and you in a training camp. We'd probably fall at the first turn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dieting that they have yeah. to go on and the sacrifices they have to put in. and Yeah. I mean, it's just been the most darkest oh. time you've seen in boxing. Oh, come on. We can finish this on a better note. Come on. Let's go at the lightweights. No, right. Let's talk about the lightweights. Come on, I mean, uh, I hate seeing you like this. It's um, ra- I'm, I'm disappointed. I know you haven't them. eaten all day, but <laughs> Ramadan's getting to be um, lightweights. Yeah. Come on, let's talk about the two big fights that have been made recently. Well, yeah, obviously you've got uh, a couple of April twenty second, uh, Ryan Garcia versus Gavonta Davis, and then obviously you've got um, okay. Let's talk about that one. Uh-huh. Which, 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 which? Who are you gonna, fighting I'm, with? Where I'm, are you I'm going? I'm still going to go with uh, Gavonta Tank Davis, yeah. uh, strictly because I believe he's had a tougher test in his career. Former world champion, more points, active fighter. I think he would, would, would buy points. I don't think, there's a, don't think someone's getting knocked out in this fight. And then obviously you've had another great blockbuster oh, fight announced oh, in, wow. in uh, the Devin lightweights are showing Russell. the light, aren't they? Yeah. The lightweights are showing the rest of boxing how it should be done. Yeah. Simple as that. Lomachenko versus Devin Hayes. Great fight. Brilliant wow. fight. And you know what it is, though, Ron? Legacy fight, it's not is. about the money. It's not about you know who the bigger face is. These fights are happening. Why? Because they want to fight each other. The best want to fight yeah. the best. Mike Tyson said something many, many years ago. I believe in about 2018. He goes, stop giving the money to the smaller weights. Put the money into heavyweight boxing. Well, this is a prime example of why you shouldn't put money into heavyweight boxing. Because it's the smaller weights that are giving the best fights. The heavyweights are the ones that are not fighting each other. Yeah. These guys at the smaller weights, the lightweight well, the smaller division. smaller weights, they're making more sacrifices. You know, about the weight cuts and, you know, how... How scrutinize, you know, how that must be difficult cha- a challenge. To do. Lomachenko, Devin Haney, prediction? Wow. That's a difficult one. I really, really am. I mean, it's a legacy fight, isn't it? You know, if Devin Haney comes in and beats, gets a name. Well, he like, said this is the legacy fight for him. Most definitely is. Most definitely is. We know how amazing of a fight Lomachenko is. You know, 
with his amateur record, with his what he's done in the game in such a short period of time. Um, but you know, he's got the two defeats on his record with against. Uh, was it Cam- no? It wasn't Cambosis. Who did um, Loma- uh, Lomachenko lose against? That was Tiafimo uh, Lopez. Lopez. He's lost two. Yeah. I mean, sticking on the heavy- lightweights, you got Tiafimo Lopez versus super lightweight Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor. Yeah. So great fight as well. Which... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Shakur Stevenson, who's moving into that division as well. Nah, at lightweight. Yeah. At lightweight. Got, so apparently, there's rumors of Jack Carroll versus Regis Progress. Super Regis lightweight. Pro- it's a great fight. Bloody hell! You know what I mean? Like. There you go. You, you've mentioned about four or five good yeah. fights there. And then Shaco Stevenson. You know, and I, Shaco Stevenson, I've got my, my top five list. Is, I believe, I've got him as my, probably my third favourite fighter. I love Shaco Stevenson. Yeah, I, I love, I'm so glad that we're getting to see these fights At least now. the lightweights are showing the way. I mean, we've you spoke about another kind of two, you know, pound for pounders. Progray I mean, versus Carroll, yeah. uh, versus Jack Carroll's a great fight yeah. as well at some point. Glad he's moving him. on from that. You know yeah. I mean? What's happened with, you know, What's happened in the past with that controversial kind of last fight? Josh Taylor versus Jack yeah. Carroll too will happen. It will happen. It's going to happen at some point. Hopefully, when they've both got title, something to fight for. You know, they both bring something to the table. Only time will tell. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, I believe that's we've pretty, pretty oh, much covered is that it. it. Well, <laughs> you know, I've, I want to go home. <laughs> I've had to part of you for the last hour or so. You know. Um, but Rod, listen, pleasure as always, mate. Yeah, pleasure. Um, good to have you on. We've got to try and keep this a regular thing, which we hope we're going to do. But we are delivering a lot of content, and the only way to keep up to date with us and our latest content, content mm. is make sure you're already subscribed to the channel. Turn on the bell for future notifications. Um, what the best, uh, you know, you want to be represented in court? Our, our sponsors, Spartans Law, yeah. the best in the UK, the best in the world. If you want to buy this T-shirt, you know, social media platforms, <laughs> social it. media links are below yeah. in the description. And if you want to listen to this podcast on any of the audio platforms, they are below in the description as well. Sure. Spotify, iTunes, all the audio platforms you can think about. Rod, once again, a pleasure as always. And guys, thank, you, thank very much. you very much for listening to Podcast 61 of the Lights Out Boxing Podcast. Mm-hmm.